Welcome to Transform and Thrive. Your host, Helen Lee, examines the opportunities and practical solutions for individuals and organizations to transform and thrive in these times. She shares her wisdom and that of other changemakers impacting our world. Tune in for innovative and holistic tools and empowering strategies to reinvent yourself and or your organization and flourish in a world facing different crises. Hi, this is Helen Lee. Welcome to Transform and Thrive. This is part three of my series on abundance for all. Four years ago, I reposted a 2010 article on me where the headline below my photograph referred to me as the leader prodder. It was part of a big feature on top coaches in Singapore's main newspaper with a photo of a few of us on the front page as well. The feature was called Megabucks Coaches. In my own post, I wrote that I'd rather be known as a leader prodder than a Megabucks coach, but that if all blocks to abundance are lifted and it's all systems go for everyone, I'd be happy to take on both labels as labels go. However, while there has always been enough abundance to go around here on earth, it has never been all systems go for all because of the very systems that humanity has set up and that are still very much in place. And as Eckhart Tolle has purportedly said, the new is already here. The old is just making a lot of noise dying. There is indeed a lot of noise around us as the old is being dismantled, but we really do not need to focus on any of it at all. You can be aware of it, yet not pay attention to it. We need to put our energy into creating the new instead, the wonderful new world we'd like to live in. New Earth is already here. It is not a location, but a dimension of higher consciousness and frequency. We can, and sometimes, have to interact with those in a realm of lower frequency, known as 3D or a third dimensional level of existence where humans are not awakened to and living from the soul and spirit or consciousness that they are, but primarily or solely identified with their human self. This does not mean that anyone is better or lesser than another. We are all equals at the soul level, but choose to take on roles and personas in each lifetime on earth to experience and learn certain things in order to expand consciousness. I will reiterate some of what I shared in the last episode about who we really are. Our souls are individuations that stem from what is variously referred to as the universe, spirit, or pure consciousness, or even God. Not a personal God who takes on a persona, but the universal or eternal energy, vastness, or godliness. As souls who decide to then take on lives on earth in human form, like a character or a role in a movie or play, we are still this same magnificent energy that is the infinite. It would sound bizarre and totally far-fetched to those whose time has not come as yet to awaken to this truth, which is not a personal truth, but a universal truth. It is both the truth and reality, nonetheless. 
In other words, we are the universe experiencing itself. It is not only within us, and the game is for us to remember this and be who we really are while we are still in human form. And while our human form is being massively upgraded right now, for those of us who are in the first and second wave of ascension, we are only in the transitional stage. This includes the early ascenders such as myself who have been on this path for decades. It can be really tough to be experiencing all the challenges that impact us greatly at the physical, emotional, mental, energetic, spiritual, and even financial level because of how the never-ending onslaught of mega-high frequencies flooding the planet at an increasingly accelerated rate for years. Only those who experience what we do would understand that we are neither delusional nor exaggerating the extent of which we are affected. It can be frustrating for the human self and mind to understand each other. So recently, I explained to someone that we do not need to drop into 3D when interacting with those still in 3D in order to understand their perspective. Because when we raise our own level of consciousness and expand our energy field, we are emanating a vibration that can and will impact others without needing to say a whole lot to them. And we can still remain in our own field and center. We can keep our central column of light expanded and clear of energies from others on a daily basis. And we can also create a life for ourselves where we spend the greater part of our time only with those who are in sync, who consciously or spontaneously or both come from soul and spirit. It is a brand new life we can create and head towards fully living right now. In fact, I'd say do not let anyone or anything hold you back from being and living in the much higher realm of 5D. We have a responsibility as way showers to begin co-creating a whole new world now. And we deserve to also enjoy life and be in this world of higher vibration, interacting with people of higher consciousness and truly open hearts and minds. But once again, I'd say, by the same token, be mindful not to think or act as if you're above or better than those around you. The moment we do that, then our level of consciousness would have plummeted and we'd be in our human mind and ego. Don't beat yourself up if it happens, though. We are still in this human form that is being upgraded in a grueling process that makes life incredibly challenging for us at times. Simply be honest and correct yourself by lovingly and non-judgmentally supporting yourself to raise your level of awareness or consciousness and to be vigilant of your own thoughts, emotions, actions, behavior, choices, and decisions. If you keep repeating the same mistakes, then you are deliberately making the same choices, in which case you would need to check your own level of honesty and integrity. Just do so with kindness. We need to have great love and compassion for ourselves as well as others. Shame is futile. It is an emotion that lowers our own vibration. 
unconditional love is what heals and strengthens us. So does discipline. We may not like the word or idea because we have experienced unloving forms of discipline that were more about command and control imposed on us as children by unconscious parents. But a discipline that tells us we are capable of being and doing much better helps us to rise and move towards being our greater self. It encourages us to be a higher, to be our higher vibrational selves. You can do this for yourself too, lovingly but firmly support yourself to rise. Observe yourself and catch yourself when you're out of line and not being conscious. We cannot simply keep making excuses for our own behavior and justify our actions. It is time for all of us to grow emotionally and spiritually or bear the consequences and stand to lose what matters greatly to us. We cannot take advantage of the kindness and caring of others either. Neither can we allow others to do that to us. It's about co-creating a truly loving world of thoughtfulness and consideration, peace and plenty for all. It takes time for this to work and includes both our own inner work and working it out with those around us. It takes practicing, learning and relearning, dropping old habits and programs, repetition of experiences, mindless patterns of behavior and constant reacting. We have to make it very clear to both the universe and all actors in our own divine play that we are not accepting anything less than what we deserve when we are ready to do so. Don't force anything either. We need to walk the balanced and highly conscious middle path where we love and honour ourselves and others greatly and think of why we are here on earth in the first place. How will we ever move forward and carry out our sole purpose and mission to fulfill our vision for humanity and the world otherwise? We are here to inhabit new earth, to create history by leading the way with establishing this amazing new dimension of higher consciousness and frequency that will form a completely different world in the decades ahead. We can and will make it fun and joyous to do so rather than a burdensome responsibility as it may have been for some of us before. This is our sole purpose and mission that some of us are here to carry out in order to fulfill our vision of abundance for all, for all human beings, all sentient beings, all that lives and breathes. I personally am here to impact leaders who can impact others and together contribute towards transforming our world and help me materialize this unwavering vision I have held for more than 40 years of this utopian world where we can all thrive immeasurably. It is a world that will begin to become evident in 2032 and be there for all to see by 2050, whether some of us way showers are still around on this plane or not. We will witness our old world crumbling and our new world emerging. Way showers, by the way, are those of us who have worked so hard to raise our own levels of consciousness, embrace and embody these new vibrations and emanate our light to the rest of the world. 
consciously, naturally, and spontaneously, helping to raise that of others around us. I started writing about this more than two decades ago, about creating my first program called, after creating my first program called Abundance Mastery, which is essentially about helping people transform deeply, shift towards self-mastery, and create great abundance for themselves in various areas of their life. It is when we can be our most powerful and wiser selves that we can create true abundance from deep within us, from soul and spirit or pure consciousness. It is so not about amassing and hoarding wealth or spending on collecting property, cars and other material things. This doesn't mean that we don't look after our own material needs and enjoy the material, but it means that we are not focused on it, nor attached to any of it. I honour where each one is at and support them to manifest the desired outcomes they want in their life, be it more money, profitable businesses, highly successful careers, great relationships and all the material needs and wants that they long for but I show them how they can do so in alignment with the universe or the divine to all that is natural and sacred, that obeys the law of one, that honors and holds holy all that is life itself. Life and pure consciousness are one and the same. Soul and spirit are one and the same. We are all of these labels. So, is all flora, all fauna, all waterways, all land, all planets, all stars, all universes, all galaxies, all beings, even those we label as dark and evil. Why? Because there is nothing that is not of God. Again, I'm reiterating what I've said before because it bears repeating. Our human minds need to hear this again and again until we are open enough to absorb it all until our hearts break wide, wide open, wider each time to propel our minds to follow suit more and more. And one day we would be singing and dancing with joy on white sandy beaches by crystal clear turquoise waters or in the lush greenery or magical forests where abound the sweetest creatures that create a fairyland out of them. We'd be so unimaginably happy and overflowing with love that floods the planet and all pollution would dissipate totally and be a thing of the past. For now, let's focus on reprogramming ourselves to align with the immense abundance that is within us. We have well-known quotes such as Rumi telling us, stop acting so small. You are the universe in aesthetic motion. Set your life on fire. Seek those who fan your flames. Then, there is Eckhart Tolle saying, ultimately, you are not a person, but a focal point where the universe is becoming conscious of itself. What an amazing miracle. Yes, we are. We are all amazing miracles. But because we have squeezed our entire beings into this human form, programmed with codes of lack and limitation, as I talked about in the last episode, we don't really fully realize this and behave as such, most if not all of the time. Until I can personally help you do so with the powerful methodology that I was guided to create after golden light emerged from me to fill up my entire bedroom from floor to ceiling, 
one night in the year 2000, and which I have thoroughly tried and tested with thousands of individuals all over the world and some of the world's top multinationals of various industries, including banks and financial institutions based in Asia Pacific, let me share with you affirmations that you can keep repeating to yourself to reprogram yourself with new beliefs. Tell yourself again and again, I am more than enough. I am abundance itself. And say to yourself, I don't have to prove that I'm right. I don't have to argue and defend myself and my actions. I only have to know what I want and what I will not tolerate because I love and honor myself. I only have to allow all that I deserve into my life now, and I deserve great love, peace, joy, and abundance. While we can genuinely care deeply for all of humanity, we can also choose to only spend time with those who treasure, those we treasure and who treasure us at both the personal and work levels. This doesn't mean that it is not necessary to make the effort of sometimes explaining to those nearest and dearest to us how we feel and what we truly believe. You will need to use your own discernment to know exactly what to say to whom and when. The more aligned you are, the clearer you would be, and therefore the greater your discernment would be as well. You will also practice being a good communicator. We are not operating in silos. You can say all these affirmations and create intentions out of them. I can show you how to do that in alignment with the universe or the divine and raise your own vibration to come into the same resonance with that which you want. And you need to always make sure that if you want something such as love, peace, joy and abundance, then you need to give it to those around you as well or to create it so that both you and others can enjoy it. We are not alone. We can't operate alone all of the time. We need to be great team players, which means we need to think of and consider others. And in order to cooperate and collaborate, we to act in unity and harmony with them, then we need to also communicate with them, communicate well with them. We must also be great at thinking things through and organizing ourselves and our own lives firstly, and then also with people we want to achieve things with, and two, together, create or produce the desired results. We can't take anything or anyone important to us for granted. We need to know how they would feel about what we want, what matters to us, and to adjust accordingly. Unless we take the time out for ourselves, for what we care about, and also for others who are involved with these things that are our priorities in life, then we are not being in the least bit conscious. It sounds pretty much like what ought to be common sense, but people often get so caught up with themselves and allow their programming of lack and limitation to dictate their thoughts, emotions, behavior, actions, choices, and decisions, causing them to demonstrate great unconsciousness. And our unconsciousness creates chaos. The good news is that, as Jung said, in all chaos, there is a cosmos. In all this order, a secret order. The solution to the chaos and the unconsciousness is of course, once again, 
alignment, and simplicity. Chaos arises out of complication and disorder. To bring order to our minds, our entire being, to restore balance and harmony to our souls and bodies, we simply need to be still, to come back to our inner selves, return to silence and solitude. Sometimes it takes a single meditation session or an evening's walk in nature. Sometimes it takes weeks or months or even years. The thing is to be intuitive enough to know. And for that, we need to be able to listen to ourselves, to give ourselves what we need, not to be mindless and create unnecessary chaos and drama for ourselves in the first place, which in turn creates chaos and drama for others. Very often it's because we want more. We want to prove ourselves to the world as to how great we are instead of being quiet, going inward, and simply knowing the true greatness that we already are. How honest are we with ourselves? How sincere are we in our interactions? Are we constantly justifying our own thoughts, emotions, behavior, and actions? Or are we listening to our soul's truth? Do we even know how to? Or do we ignore what we know is the truth because we get so caught up in our own old patterns and drama? Are we courageously, are we courageous enough to lovingly, non-judgmentally embrace our human flaws and transcend them? They can be totally dissipated and transformed into divine order and harmony in alignment with the universe, with the cosmos. This is the process of the healing of humanity. It is the process of arising from the chaos and unconsciousness, the darkness and disorder into peace and plenty, harmony and higher consciousness, balance and beauty, into all that is holy and light, light-filled, into love and wholeness, creativity and innovation that serves the world and all of humanity. It is what ascension actually is. We can accept that human life can be very chaotic. That's how it's meant to be, often. At the same time, we can say enough is enough and we want more order in our lives. Hence, we can also affirm the following. I draw the most awesome experiences to me now. Those of great joy, freedom and abundance, including people who are in sync with me, people who are thoughtful and kind, who genuinely care about me and honor me, who are aware of their own behavior. I live a life of ease and grace now. And if it is the right time for you and you feel so inclined, your prayer can be, use me, spirit. Show me how I can best serve humanity. Help raise consciousness and bring abundance to all. So it is about coming into alignment within yourself with soul and spirit or higher consciousness, with the universe or the divine, and then in alignment with that which you desire. Otherwise, you'd be in a state of imbalance and disharmony within yourself, in your personal and work life, because you're not in harmony with the natural order of life itself. But wherever you're at, whether you can cannot relate to any of what I'm saying at all or otherwise, possibly because it is not your time as yet to awaken and have any of this awareness, or whether you're already on this path of ascension where we are transforming 
from the carbon-based human form we came to this world in and being upgraded to the crystalline or silica-based form that can hold a whole lot more light than we possibly can currently and struggling hugely as it were as we get bombarded non-stop with immense light and uploaded with light codes that will collectively and ultimately return us to our magnificent spirit selves over time. No matter where you're at, as Marie Curie taught us, nothing is to be feared. It is to be understood. Now, she was an amazing woman, the very first person ever to win two Nobel Prizes way back in 1867, when Nobel Prizes were a family affair. Can you imagine that? And furthermore, she won two prizes without even having any fancy laboratory to work in. She was also the first female professor at Sorbonne University, born in Warsaw. Curie had a relentless resolve and insatiable curiosity that made her an icon in the world of modern science. This means that she was totally in alignment and integrity with who she was, what she wanted to achieve, and nothing could stop her. Not even growing up in a family struggling under a repressive Tsarist regime that tried to stamp out the last vestiges of Polish culture. She and her sister took turns to support each other's education. Curie worked as a governess and tutor to finance her sister's medical studies in Paris, and her sister later made it possible for Curie to study physics and the mathematical sciences at the Sorbonne. This incredible woman who changed science, discovered polonium and radium, championed the use of radiation in medicine, and fundamentally changed our understanding of radioactivity in spite of all the odds. So whatever we may be struggling with, we can overcome. We only need to begin to understand what is going on within ourselves and our world. And those of us who have been on this path for decades can lead the way. Many minds would not be open enough to accept, let alone embrace and embody any of this information. And that's okay. Humanity is meant to do so in stages. And the ascension process is presently being accelerated for us in any case. We are not going to have a choice in this because our own souls already chose for us. There's a Christmas meme with Snoopy that says, keep looking up. That's the secret of life. I know it's been really hard for many of us who are on this path. Many struggle to the point of losing their hopes because they are knocked sideways at the physical level and can't work properly at a job in an office in the 3D world and actually become homeless and sleep in cars and get sick. Ascension doesn't make us sick as such. If we already have physical challenges to begin with, the mega high frequencies would magnify those conditions and force us to pay attention to them in order to come into balance. They would magnify, they would also magnify our unconscious patterns which in turn trigger chaos in our lives, again to get us to rectify and align what is out of alignment. Life and nature are always steering things into greater balance and harmony to facilitate flow and flowering. Let's, all, let's allow all manner of abundance in. 
with the knowing that you are abundance itself. And this energy includes both giving and receiving. It cannot be one way. There will be no balance otherwise. I advocate and encourage less doing and much more being to create balance between the two. When we can be in silence and solitude, when we can arrive at stillness within ourselves, our inner wisdom or higher intelligence would flow and teach us how we can flower. And we would know how to be in obeisance to this higher intelligence, which is our own universe or consciousness telling us what we are meant to do. So our personality or human self needs to get out of the way. When we allow that aspect of ourselves to lead, we inevitably fall flat on our faces. And sometimes we do this repeatedly because of our own unconsciousness, our human addiction to pain and struggle. And we impose this pain and struggle on others around us. What we need to do is to be both smart and courageous enough to let go of control. It is the fear and ego-based mind that needs to hold on so tightly, terrified that if it doesn't, great harm would come to us. But we can say to ourselves instead, as I lose myself, I find the entire universe within me and I am home free. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, not only is the universe within us, we are the universe itself. Rumi also reminds us that all doubt, despair, and fear become insignificant once the intention of life becomes love. And I'd say, be love, all aspects of it. I long for every soul and every sentient being on earth to flourish enormously and endlessly. Sometimes my human self despairs when people get in their own way. They are operating on old programs that keep them in fear and limitation instead of opening their hearts and minds wide enough to make choices and behave in ways that support them to flourish. What I have learned is to draw and keep even stronger and healthier boundaries, drawn even more clearly and firmly than ever. They have their own blueprint and divine plan to follow. And I look at the greater overall divine plan and only allow what fits in with my own divine plan that I must honor. This means I hold people accountable more so than ever before. We must all take personal responsibility for ourselves and our own behavior. If we keep repeating the same unconscious behavior, not only are we not learning our lessons and correcting ourselves, we are actually choosing to repeat our unconscious behavior because at some level we know that we'd get away with it. What I've also learned is not is to not over-empathize, to rise beyond being an empath. This way I can impact more people, real leaders who can really impact others and contribute towards co-creating abundance for all. Come join our powerful monthly Transform and Thrive sessions for members and let me support you to be your true self, live your true life and enjoy true abundance or have a series of one-on-one sessions if you prefer. You can find the links and email addresses on the webpage of the platform you are listening to this podcast on to reach me and sign up or join us on my various social media pages and free Facebook group as well. 
This is Helen Lee on the Transform and Thrive show, sending you so much love and wishing you endless possibilities of great joy and freedom, peace and abundance at all levels, now and always. Let's create a truly, truly wonderful, balanced and genuinely caring world together and great fulfillment and dreams come true for ourselves and others. Happy transforming and thriving, my beloved friends. You most definitely have the power to do so masterfully and joyously and to make a real difference. We can all move towards ultimate mastery now and together. Thank you for joining me. Your presence is vital and very, very much appreciated, as always. Bye for now.